Welcome to the My Rules of Better podcast. I'm Tom Barbelay. I'm currently reading a book by Derek Zumbro called Battle for the Ruhr, which is an account of the last major battle. I mean, it's not really a battle. It's a series of kind of skirmishes, failures, skirmishes, failures, some defending skirmishes, failures, retreat, surrendering, this kind of stuff. Anyway, it's called Battle for the Ruhr by Derek Zumbro. What is interesting through it is that the upper German hierarchy, the German leadership in this area, suffered from squabbling rules very similar to Greenskins. The nature of the Third Reich and how it recruited people meant that many of them, many of the, you know, young upstarts that got into positions of power really had very little, I don't know, diplomatic ability, for want of a better term. They would return to like sarcasm and there was always like intrigue between them and it's really very striking how while the individual soldiers on the ground survived the kind of upper echelon of war management you know senior leadership within the military there were so many strange characters that you end up with these curious kind of animosity related circumstances where you have kind of conflicting orders and just fighting and at a low level, basically just straight insurrection. I mean, it is really very curious to read this account and think about it in a wargaming context, because I guess when you think of hardened battle troops, you don't really think of their management, you know, squabbling it out. Yeah, it's a very curious book. It's a very good book, actually. I'm learning stuff that I didn't really, I guess I knew about on some level, but just to the intimacy that is accounted for in Zumbro's in a book, it's just, yeah, fascinating, fascinating. So I find myself still reading these Second World War histories periodically, mainly when I need, to, I don't know, to feel a bit better about things. I'm two weeks out of my surgery. I'm having the stitches removed tomorrow, actually. I got the call where they told me it wasn't cancer, which was very curious because I never really assumed it was cancer. In fact, I anticipated not receiving that call. And to get the call where it could have been cancer, but actually wasn't cancer, was very strange. In any case, I'm on the mend. And I'd like to thank the uh, listeners and participants who contacted me as well through this period. Much appreciated. So in terms of my general update, aside from reading this book, I have been trying to use my convalescing time as a means of bringing under control my podcasting room to do new rules, battle reports, etc. And what I've realized is that I'm in a window of opportunity with one of my painters to get him some stuff and organize what I'm going to get my other painter's stuff. So rather than getting the battle mat out, in fact, I rolled the battle mat up so I could use my podcasting table slash wargaming table for other things, mainly going through miniatures and just organizing stuff. But yeah, I've spent a good portion of the past two weeks going through Dettol washers and alcohol washers and just trying to get some figures in a state to get them out to a painter with the view that I'm getting him work up until July. So it's one of these curious circumstances. And I'm now in direct contact with my other painter, the major figure painter that I used last year, who I'm doing a variety of different things with, including putting money into his non-profit painting space. So just making sure that he sticks out more than anything based on the last group that kind of escaped and fleed. And yeah, I'm just assessing what is actually in the lead pile. I'm kind of discovering things. I've been through, you know, back closets and things like that. But one thing I wanted to talk about actually while I remember it is that I received a Chaos Army through the week from a fellow in Ireland. And I spent a majority of the week actually 
gluing and pinning that army from what was broken in the box. It contained a dragon ogre, which is circa 1987. And I've got to say, this is one of the most splendid miniatures I've ever seen. The dragon ogre alone was worth the cost of mission. There were a bunch of centaurs and early marauders and stuff that I hadn't seen for a few figures, obviously, that I knew about. A bloodthirster with a particular curious kind of demon face and this kind of stuff. But I spent a good portion of the week actually pinning and gluing these figures so they would be okay. Very similar, actually. This is the same guy who sent me the skeleton army through the electrical work two and a bit years ago. Well, when I received it, I was just so, I don't know, exhausted, emotionally exhausted from the electrical work that I just put it aside as being something that was too heavily broken and damaged and then went back to discover actually it wasn't that badly broken and damaged. I was just in a state of exhaustion. So same guy, similar condition army, maybe even slightly worse, the wear. I got a KR multi-case sent from the UK in two days. Amazing, amazing. Arrived in two days, packed it up, having glued all the bits and pieces. The Bloodthirster had five breaks in it just extraordinary breaks and a bunch of like weapons breaks and shield regluing and i don't know it was just a curious army to receive at this time but i patched it up and packed it away and one day hopefully it will do battle against the undead army that he sent me but yeah that was an interesting process just because i i don't know it was just something that <laughs> nature parts of my life is these things arrive i deal with them pack them away that was exactly what happened, but I wanted to talk a little bit about that as well because it was so curious to discover a Citadel miniature that I knew about for many years, but had never actually seen one in the metal. I guess I'd always assumed that they were physically smaller, and this is a huge miniature. I mean, this is larger than a Predator tank, longer than a Predator tank, and in full metal. So it's a solid piece. Well, it's not a solid piece of metal. It's about five different pieces of metal. But I just thought, wow, that's amazing. So I went on eBay and found a guy who was selling multiple ones, I think they might be recasts, and ordered two of them only to deal with this guy's psychology, which was quite curious in and of itself. So apparently these figures are coming towards me from the UK, but uh, yeah, I had a lot of curious correspondence with the guy. I always find it fascinating that, uh, I mean, some of these providers I have long-standing business relationships with, uh, Miniatures USA is an example of this where I've probably, on again, off again, you know, bought, I don't know, over two years, maybe more than $1,000 worth of stuff from them. So I have existing relationships with these, this, you know, old OOP, let us say, miniature sellers. But this guy is just, and I was looking at his other offerings, basically he overcharged me for postage and then wouldn't refund the postage. I was like, okay, that's fine. But he said, well, if you order something else from me, and I looked at his other offerings, he's got... A Blood Bowl team for $300, and just like, yeah, no, no, sorry, <laughs> not quite. Some yeah, dwarf pirates from the 90s for, again, $500, and like, no, I don't think I'm going to be buying these things. The Dragon Ogres were expensive, but they weren't outlandishly expensive. I mean, they weren't, you know, <laughs> many hundreds of dollars or even a hundred dollars. So, yeah, the whole thing was very curious, but I've just, I guess washing my hands of the, I don't know, eight or nine pounds that he owes me. Welcome to my life. Moving on. One of the things I have done through the tidy up is I've just gone through and consolidated a lot of books and just trying to get my space more in order. And I've had a lot of books in process in my bedroom, my shared bedroom with my wife, much to her chagrin. I have maintained a pile of books that I've just gone through and then added to and gone through and added to. And within them is a series of historical white dwarfs, and I divided those two things in half. 
left a small pile of white dwarfs and pulled out all the historical books and put them back on the shelf. You know, these kind of things just through my day-to-day life sometimes get lost. So a lot of reorganizing, not a lot of rules writing. I've been doing a lot of programming as well on my related projects, including some uh, what is now called simulated warfare. And, uh, yeah, just doing a variety of little bits and pieces through that. I put out some music. I got a jazz album out on Saturday. So my, my productivity is continuing, even with this thing taken out of my chest. But, yeah, it's been an interesting period of time, but not really a lot of rules-related relevance to my rules are better, but certainly some updates with regards to miniatures and other stuff that I thought I'd throw in the feed just to give you folks something to listen to. Tom Barbalay in San Jose, signing out.